something I, I, I personally struggled with over the years. Um, the, the, the true answer is get a recruitment company involved because they truly know how to do it best. And it's, um, I think recruitment in itself is a tricky thing because it, it's a mixture of um, uh, marketing. You need to uh, you know, say, this is what we do. We want to attract someone that does X. Um, it's, it's also a, a, a quite tricky one to sift through CVs because um, you, know, you may be the, the, the best presenter in the world, but you might not be able to write CV very well, or vice versa. You might write a brilliant yeah. CV and be pretty awkward in real life. <laughs> so I think this, the whole CV thing, it, that is in itself is a skill. Um, interviewing is, is, is a completely different set of skills, and I think it's, it's drawing the, the best out of those people, trying to get them. They're obviously nervous, or a lot of people are nervous when they're interviewing, so it's trying to get them relaxed and calm. And, all the rest of it. Sometimes it's, uh, oh my God, I need this person as quickly out of my office as it can, so it's how, what's the shortest time it is rude to get rid of them. Um, so I think it's lots of different skills with recruiters, and obviously then you get on to all the legal stuff when you actually hire them. So uh, going to a recruitment company, you should have people with all those different bits and bobs in, um, rather than just go to the HR person asking to write an address, not fair. Um, when it actually comes to the person, finding time is super difficult, and it ends I'd like to think I'm a good judge of character, but uh, I've been wrong, and I think I'll happily admit that. Um, and I think it does take a while. I think in the early days, it used to be a, hi, can you pick up the phone, talk English? Yeah, great, okay, great job. Whereas now, I think we go into a lot more detail, and depending on the role, sometimes psychosometric tests, I think, can be really, really important to rely on the great legal and insights and um, how that works. So sometimes that's needed. And I like testing as well. We've done a little bit where we put people in the actual place where they will work just to see how they get on and also to see how your people interact with them in the teams. Um, one of the tricks that we used to do quite a lot is um, we used to leave when someone came for an interview, we used to leave them in the section. Uh, I've got some incredibly trustworthy receptionists there and uh, they would do like, uh, almost a secret interview. Are they allowed to do that? But um, <laughs> they almost just kind of work out and because I trusted them and, and worked with them for a long time, uh, it meant that I could get a little bit more of a, um, like, let's say, the poker face away from the interview that I'm doing and actually how they are. Uh, and no, if they're rude to them, then I, I don't want those kind of people. But if they're lovely and say, oh, yeah, they're, they're very nice or they're super nervous or whatever, 
really, really quick on the board. So that's a, a cheeky little tip. So always be nice to the receptionist when you go for a, <laughs> a job interview. Be nice to everyone anyway, you know, but um, especially. I love that. I think because as well, and you know, you said sometimes you'll put them like in a test environment or something like yeah. that. You want to know how they're going to get on with the job. You know, they they might be the perfect candidate, but when they're actually, you know, doing the job. Is it something that they really enjoy doing, or is it something they're strong yeah. doing? Yeah, and, that, so and it's, that, it's a two-way thing as well, Charlie. It's um, they've got to be genuinely happy doing what they're doing. You know, I mean, it's, you know, you hear horror stories of people kind of being promised or at least building up in their head what a job is, but the reality might be very, very different. You know, um, um, I, I love the analogy of um, uh, an. Uh, an undercover investigator. It sounds super sexy, doesn't it? Like you're going to be an undercover investigator, but really, it's just sat in the belly of the pizza for like, you know, <laughs> hour upon hour upon hour. It's really, really boring. So yeah, I think getting the right, the, the testing thing works both ways. They've got to be happy with where they are, what the company is. It makes it very real for them. Um, so that yeah, that, that's that's really important as well. And, and other people's opinions as well. Not people like myself, yeah. people like receptionist or, or just even having someone vaguely in the room or. Doesn't matter who they are, just to give that um, perception that could be someone of the opposite sex as well, because the company can be interactive with them, don't you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, even with the medical marijuana and weeds thing, you know, we think differently, um, and just to get that other perspective as well, I think is important. Um, I also don't go with gut reactions, like you know, those. Yes. Good or bad. I'm with you on that one. Like your gut instinct is never wrong. It never fails you, does it? Now and again, but normally when it's for the gym, but yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> all are very spot on, and, and you know it yourself, don't you? Really, you, you do, and and yeah, sometimes you don't listen to our guts, do we? Yeah. It's only after oh, I had an inkling. Listen to that inkling, you yeah. know, they're, they're super, super important, and um, I, I like to hear the language they use. I like to um, like some of the language they use as well. You know, are, are they you know not really interested or? Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and um, the, the other great thing about having a second interviewer with you is if they're looking at you, you can kind of see more like a fiddle with their hands, or you know what you can have. You can kind of take take a second look at kind of what they are saying to you without saying much. Without actually saying it, that's so important because body language. You can you can tell so much about body body language. Obviously, if the hands are like that, are they like? You know, quite inverted. Are they like a bit more extrovert, like <laughs> chilling like this type of thing? Exactly. Yeah. So you can read a lot from that. Yeah. And I, I suppose that is an important thing if you want someone behind you. It is, yeah. You know, if you want a chilled out person, are they sitting chilled out or are they very formal? Um, we obviously Revolution Four is very Virgin Netflixy kind of culture type of people, so we're just inviting to drinkers and pubs and beers and swearing and hours. <laughs> you know, it, it is, you know, and, it, and we, we get stuff done because of that and that's our culture but it doesn't suit everyone and we've had people turn up in a very formal suit and tie and briefcase and all and you kind of think well if you haven't researched our company and kind of know a little bit about that culture and you splat it all over social media it's burnt on our websites it's ridiculous kind of show what they're like well that makes me a little bit nervous you know it, yeah but, but then again they might be that sort of person and they might be brilliant so they're always giving you a chance but it is just a tiny little know, isn't it? Like if you're going for a job, for instance, you, you've got to research the company and know what they're about, I think, first and foremost. Massively important. Yeah. You don't want to go into the lion's den and not know what you're talking about or what you're there for or what the, the vibe is, that sort of stuff. You can kill me so I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's been taken out of Dragon's Den Wolves, maybe. <laughs> Werewolves. Um, yeah, very much so. I, th I think it's, you know, we get people who. who 
almost tend to do a tick box exercise now, and there's just no need to. We, we don't need that. We want we want people who genuinely want to be with us, who, who, who I love your company. I want to come and join. And, we've, and most of the people we've got have said, oh, I've known, seen you on whatever, I've known about you for ages, a great reputation, or saw you at this award, whatever it is an award. <laughs> um, and uh, um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to be part of that team, that culture, and everything. Okay, but not all fun and games and all the rest of it. And yes, the social media, the tip of the iceberg, here's all that bit of it, because a lot of hard work goes behind the scenes as well. But I think we, for us, it's finding that work hard, play hard kind of mentality kind of person. Um, and it is tough. Recruitment is super, super tough. Yeah, because you, you have got to try and you know match that person to the perfect job role. It's almost like you know dating dating sites in a way. Like you, they try and match the perfect can like you know per man to the perfect woman, like with the same interests and sort of stuff like that. It's kind yeah. of the same process, I suppose. In, I mean, it's interesting yeah. you said that because I've always thought that recruitment and dating sites are very, very similar. And I wish that some recruitment companies take a bit more on it because it's. I'm after someone, and I've got my skills on paper that I, that I need to just fulfil certain basic requirements. But imagine that, I don't know, imagine a funeral director, and we need like someone like super kind of um, dignified and, and sober. I mean, as a new character, uh, and we get a wacky kind of guy. Yeah. That's just not going to fit. They may be brilliant in terms of skills. Yeah, exactly. The, the culture doesn't fit, and I wish. Some recruitment things that may just dip a little bit more into the, the what what the what the people are like you know because that's super important to us to be able to have to, to get the culture the ethos the, the characters that that we need to get across. See, we talked about hi, uh, yeah hiring. Sorry, I'm getting the words yeah. wrangled. Yeah, we touched about upon hiring. Um, obviously, the more elephant in the room one firing. Is there any effective way to do it? Obviously, it's not a nice thing to be done. Unfortunately, um, sometimes. Yeah, just just be clean, straight, and have your ducks lined up. And you know, you, firing is is a lose lose situation. They don't want to be fired. You've spent a lot of time training them, initiating them into the company, getting them getting them involved, um, and it's you know introducing them to clients in some cases, and, it, and it's it's a lose lose situation. You don't want to ever ever have to someone um, because you know it's well you make a mistake haven't you and you, on the other hand I think it's important to if you have made a mistake to, to admit it sooner rather than later yeah give people chances but if you got to a point where you just feel there's no progression and there's, there's, there's no going forward no matter what you then say or train that is when you've got to get to a stage where you say right I need to do it I need to do it cleanly and fairly and, um, and, and just get rid of it unfortunately yeah. And it is, and it, you know, it is a it's a lose lose situation, as I say. Yeah. So you, ne you never plan for that. But yeah, it's one of those things. Like if, if it's, you know, that's done. It's got to be done. It's got to yeah. be done, isn't it? That's it. Never drag it out because I think if you drag it out, it just makes it worse for everyone involved. And uh, do, do you know, I mean, the reason I started my first company was I was made redundant. And if I hadn't been made redundant, then I wouldn't have gone on to achieve everything. So I think people think, oh my god, I'm, I've, I've been sacked. You've genuinely been sacked. Because it's not a good, you're not a good fit with the company, and, and it's you, 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 you don't want to be in a company that is permanently butting heads against you and being disciplined and all the rest of it. It's just not a nice situation for anyone, you know. The people doing it don't like doing it at all. Um, so maybe if, if sometimes it's a catalyst to, to get, oh, right, you know, I've always wanted to be a, 
I was a trainer. <laughs> I said, I was like, uh, I'm going to do that. And sometimes having that kick to the arse is, is the catalyst that you need to go on and do something. It certainly worked for me. And, and you do hear a lot of stories of people that are similar. I, I got sacked so therefore I still will be in business and now wait. Yeah. True, like even though it's not a um you know positive situation, you can you can make it a positive one and just think, you know, when one door closes and the other door opens, this sparked your whole then career into yeah. and now you you know obviously a successful entrepreneur. Like it can Exactly. It, it, was, can, I mean, it was terrible at the time when you were on Charles the first you know few days were like, oh my god, I'm getting old and blah blah blah. Um, in hindsight, with yeah. everything involved, not even well, obviously in hindsight, but even just a few days later, you're like, oh, startup in the morning. Oh yeah, this is the end, and the excitement of that for me, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's not for everyone doing that sort of thing, but yeah, sometimes you just it, it, it's just better to have a plan. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> Love that. Well, thanks so much for joining us uh, today. Very um, I've touched on that. <laughs> you did. You're in. <laughs> um, and you guys as well. If you have enjoyed watching this or took any way any advice, any tips, any tricks, let us know. We want to hear. Let's start a conversation. Um, hit the subscribe, hit our like button, and we will see you in our next podcast. But for now, bye. bye.